Welcome to the Female Mentor Podcast. <laughs> we're, the, we're the female mentors you wish you had and you always wanted but never did. And now you do. And here we are. And here we are. <laughs> I, well, I'm here, but Marion's not. Well, okay, but I'm here in spirit. Virtually. Virtually. Virtual. I'm getting a little yeah. I'm getting a little butthurt about it, but okay. So yeah, hey, probably <laughs> one more week too, because <laughs> one more week. <laughs> It takes so, a long time. You should come with me on one of my driving trips and let's see how long it takes. Oh, boy. <laughs> stay in the beaver. I will stay. Yes, of course. So, okay, tell us where you are this week. I'm in Concord, New Hampshire, which is the capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a house where I used to live, actually. Oh, really? Not in this room. It's an old farmhouse. Okay. 1890s-ish. So okay. here it's not old. Uh, in Arkansas, it would be a super old. And I used to live in what I called a split-level efficiency uh, in the carriage house. It was a really cool little apartment. But uh, I'm in the main house today. I graduated to the main house. Oh, oh, you're a ma- you're a main house lady. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, the the gal that owns the house, uh, we've remained really good friends, and she offers to let me stay. And my camper fits in her parking lot. Oh. I mean, her driveway. Oh, her parking lot. <laughs> it's like a parking lot. We're all here. <laughs> she's got two other people living here and then her car and then my car and then the camper and then sometimes her husband is here okay so it is like a parking lot yeah yeah he's not here very much he has his own house it's a whole thing mm. so she's married wait what huh yeah well she's my age and this is her first marriage and she's had this house for a long time mm-hmm. so she keeps up the house and she has renters but also, her cat's really old. She doesn't want to move her cat. And okay. So, okay. So they keep both households. Okay. All right. That's cool. He's got yeah. an even older, like, colonial house. Everything here is cool and historic, to be honest. Or cool and mountainy and majestic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. New Hampshire-y. Yeah. Or Vermonty. <laughs> I mean, Vermonty. Wait, but it wasn't paying attention. I'm paying attention to last week. I'm sorry. I'm still wrapping my head around that. That's true. It's actually very flat here. It's close to the river, the Merrimack River. Okay. Which used to be um, the main concourse of uh, trade because they had textile mills and they'd have to ship the textiles. But anyway, not exciting. Neat. (laughs) (laughs) Neat. I I mean, I would sound like a... a Tour guide. (laughs) Tour guide, yep. Super fun. I've been a tour guide. I did a better job than I did today. So anyway. All right. For those who have never listened to this podcast, I'm Dr. T, <laughs> otherwise known as Lisa and yes. Marion. So Marion. Yep. Here, here we are. And uh, we do wander a little bit, but we do typically have a topic. We have one today. So <laughs> we also have one today. <laughs> thanks for hanging with us to this point. Yes. So besides that, let's, let's get our housekeeping done. That's right. Uh, I'm being... Piped in through the glories of the internet oh, that's to true. Wolfman Studios in Little Rock, Arkansas. Our good, our now, I feel like he's a good friend. Uh, Jason Tedford is our producer, helping us out, helping us sound good. And he runs Wolfman Studios there in Little Rock. He, all of your audio needs are available to you. Um, I've listed them off in other episodes, so you can listen to those. <laughs> but basically, he can help you with anything. <laughs> that's true. It's a really cool and legit studio. And I highly recommend getting in touch with them if you have any interest in that 
or if you want to do a podcast like we do, obviously he does that, any kind of recording. Um, so that's wolfmanstudios.com or wolfmanrecordingstudios at gmail.com and get a hold of him. He also has some really fun merchandise, and you can find a link to that in the show notes. So um, check out his little shop there. We've, yeah. we've now gotten merch from the Wolfman Studios. Okay. Yes, Ooh. we have. Yes. Also, yeah. how can they support our show? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> there, the the way right now that we're really promoting is the freeway. The freeway. The freeway. To support our show rather than the freeway. <laughs> um, is to rate us, like give us a rating and a review on whatever podcast platform. But mainly we're focused on Spotify right now. And when we get to 10 reviews we're gonna shuffle those people up and do a giveaway so do check that out another free way you can help us is to share the show mm-hmm. through links through sharing our instagram we're we're trying to be better about being active on the instagram and we're trying to build up our followers there so we'd like to get to 100 followers on instagram and we'd like to get 10 reviews on spotify so help us out with those things totally free to do that or share with your friends and tell them hey you need to follow these weirdos <laughs> have fun every week no matter what, here we are. <laughs> here we are, whether you want it or not. <laughs> That's right. So those are ways to help us that are, don't cost you anything financially. But if you feel the urge and you got some extra cash to help us out, all of the money's going back in to support the show right now because it's it costs us a little bit here to have this great studio. That's right. And, uh, and then sometimes we also have some charcuterie or sushi or whatever it is you're having there. Today, a lot um, of vegetables. <laughs> All vegetables because I'm not vegetables. there, which is fine. It's probably for the best. <laughs> which is fine. And a big can of mixed nuts. Hey, yo, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. The dogs like those. Right. Humans like those. Salty nuts. <laughs> I'm having a vodka and seltzer beverage because seltzer is abundant here. The flavors, like. Really? Yeah. Uh, you, I mean, I talk about it every, that Polar brand is from here and you can get like 20 more varieties of polar seltzer than we sell in Arkansas. We get like three, mm-hmm. but they've got a whole bunch here. So I'm having that and some, some vodka, some cheap vodka from the astonishingly cheap state liquor stores here in New Hampshire. Oh, that's right. Don't but forget. The, I know what you want. Okay. Frangelico. Yep. I and know a, you. And a giant <laughs> bottle of vodka. Oh, that's right. You'll have to keep reminding me. Yep. Here I am. Um, but anyway, <laughs> if, if you have a little money and you can throw it our way, we do have um, a site called Buy Me a Coffee, buymeacoffee.com. It's really, we've set it up as Buy Me a Charcuterie, and it's buymeacoffee.com slash female mentor pod. And that's where you can go to the different levels of how to support us and uh, buy us a charcuterie. You can do as little as a one time donation of $5, or we have it where you can give us $100 a month. Should you. <laughs> Oh, what? $100 uh, a month. Which would still go right back into supporting oh, the yeah. show at this point. We're it not is making a money for sure. Passion project. Um, <laughs> but we appreciate everyone that has supported us. I do want to shout out our two, our two charcuterie providers so far Hollywood, and then, well, it's really three Jay and Paparazzi, but they're a package deal. <laughs> That's right, uh, they are. But I do thank y'all so much for being early supporters of the show. We are putting together goodies, but obviously I'm out of the state. So if you're listening, it, it's happening. We've got good stuff in store for you. Thank you for supporting the show. And 
I think that's all. Oh, Divorce Corner. Divorce Corner. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Ooh. Tell us okay. about your divorce. So, the well, you know, this is one thing that, you know, as we were talking, I was like, wait a second. I have no updates. That's great. So, yeah. no updates. Maybe the best divorce update. Right? No, nothing to update. No change. Yeah. Hopefully we eliminate that altogether and you can do a different segment. Right? See? I'll do some kind of other update. We'll do it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But Maybe I... like, is Twiggy living? <laughs> Twiggy's still alive. Okay, as I want to know. <laughs> she is alive. How's Twiggy? <laughs> She's making Twiggy's it. Twiggy's her older, kind of wiry-haired chihuahua dog. She's in her... Uh, twilight years, I like to say. Yeah, she's, she does the old lady circles and all that stuff and kind of... She just... I think she has those little, uh, what are they called? Mini strokes. Yeah. I, I forget what they're called. When she's just standing there, staring off into space. Yes. I think she's yeah. determined, should I walk into the light or not? <laughs> it's not time yet. It's not, it's not time. time. It's not time. Go back. Go back. <laughs> no, I do. Okay, so I want to give a shout out. So talking about supporting the show... So I ran into Buddy last week, and he's like, Lisa, I just want to tell you, because I shared the podcast, and I didn't expect him to really listen. He's like, I love it. He goes, I really love it. And he goes, and he's talking about how he's sharing it with other people. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. I was like, oh. It's cool that a dude likes it. Yes. I mean, I don't even know if Jason likes it. He needs to hear it whether, whether he wants to He said or not. he likes it. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I was like, oh, oh cool. look at well, that. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for sharing the show. No kidding. Especially a dude, because we're not easy on you. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Female lawyers and dudes. Yes. Welcome to the show. Welcome. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Let's go to follow follow, follow this, this woman. woman. Yes. I don't like to say follow that woman because it reminds me too much of follow that bird. Like the big bird. <laughs> okay. That the Sesame sense. Street movie. That was probably the first one I saw in the theater. That or an American tale. Mm. I, I can't remember. Mm. It was the 80s. Mm. I'm chewing, but I would tell you my favorite, my first movie I saw in the theater. I thought you might, and so I could stall a little bit, but but it's called Follow This Woman instead of Follow That Woman for that reason. So it's not like Big Bird and the Dodos that he takes up residence with and realizes <laughs> he loves Sesame Street. Spoiler alert. Oh, you ruined it. I was going to go home and watch it. <laughs> Follow that bird. Okay, so what is the first movie you saw in the theater? Oh, you know, I, okay. No, <laughs> it was Star Wars. Oh, wow. So it was. Mm-hmm. Like two or three? Yeah. We went, Dang. we saw it like in the theater and then we all went back and we went to the drive through version of it. <laughs> yeah. The drive through yeah, we drive through, drive in, not drive through. Okay, drive in. Where was that? Oh, you would have been in Florida, no, Wisconsin. Mm. No, Florida. I was here in, in in Arkansas. Oh, okay. Where was the drive in? I don't remember. Okay. I don't know. Not there. I, not I there didn't anymore. drive, so I have no idea. Right, I understand. <laughs> and you were a toddler, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yep. But I'm gonna follow this woman, uh, a, a very good friend of mine that will hopefully eventually be on the show. Uh, named Alex Kozak, and her handle on Instagram is at Living Simply PGH, which hmm. is the abbreviation for Pittsburgh. She lives in Pittsburgh. She um, is a very impressive woman, and she worked in on the on Capitol Hill for a long time for congressman, and then I don't remember who else. Um, she has her master's in like international relations. She's a smarty smart. 
And but she started an organizing business, and it sounds like it'd just be okay, like you help people clean their house or whatever. But if you've ever seen hoarders, that's like an extreme version of what happens to people psychologically. Oh, psychologically, yeah, no why kidding. Why we struggle to why we struggle to organize and why we struggle to get rid of things in our life, and so that's why it's called living simply. So it's um, sort of a whole life approach to living simply and. Um, what I'd like to have her on eventually talk about is uh, helping women learn to say no, like how powerful it is to say no, which she's actually done recently with this organizing business. Um, she stepped back for the summer to stay to do things with her son, and she also actually has a full time job with the like a wildlife conservation oh, organization. Okay, really cool stuff. Yeah. So, so um, she's anyway, not just about selling like closet organizing. No, um, she makes very little money off of that. She doesn't okay. get like an affiliate thing if you do container store or okay. Amazon or whatever. Okay. But she doesn't really make. And it becomes one of those things where the reward, I think, is more seeing people sort of break through some of those things that are weighing them down, which is it's not the stuff, but the stuff is the symptom of what's weighing you down. So mm -hmm. I've learned a lot from her already just in, in how in my mentality, like with my camper, I do not want to fill it. Like, I'm like, it's a goal of mine. I will put stuff in it, but it's like, there's no reason to fill storage just because it's there. Mm -hmm. um, because I also know how it is on me psychologically when I have to, because in my home, I have too much stuff. So can I transfer some of these things? But anyway, that's at Living Simply PGH. Um, that's on Instagram is her main place. She is on Facebook and also livingsimplypgh.com. She has some suggestions for stuff she really likes for organizing things and the, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's my good friend, Alex. Hopefully she hears this at some point. She'll yeah. be on the show and help us out, but she, she's saying no right now to, to be there for her family and nice. for her other job stuff. So why, why is it so hard to throw crap away? And let me tell you, I just did it. Cause you know, I, I had to go get a new phone today, which was a pain in the butt, but, um, cause my camera stopped working and I'm like, I have oh. to have my face recognition. Like, come on now. Like, I don't use that. I don't even use it. I, I have a 13, iPhone 13. I, I, but I need the face. I'm like, it just keeps it so I don't have to remember passwords and whatever. Nope. And I'm like, I need it so bad. And I'm like, no. Nope. I want to see your daughter break into your phone because she looks enough like you. Well, she I probably could. I think she could. She could. But I'm like, <laughs> I, and then I, I came home. I'm like, I have this waterproof case for my old phone. I was like, well, and I try and I started, and I started to stick it in like a bookcase. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm not going to use this. Like throw it oh, away. Yeah. Old phone cases are a thing. Oh, like, I hang on to them and I don't know why our old phones. Right. I don't even have the phone. It fits. Right. But I have the phone case. I'm ready to go. Right. Oh my God. Right. No, we get in those mindsets, but it's almost always not about the things. It's about like, well, I could give like this to someone. Thing. I think it is when you've been poor. Oh I yeah. I think there's a thing oh, of yeah. like, you remember the pain of not having the thing you need. Yes. So just in case, I'll have five of them. Yes. Oh, I do. I do uh, that with cleaning supplies. Yeah. Oh, so I, bad. I, I mean, so it's it's it is. There's always a psychological element to it. So we'll have her on, and you can ask her all those questions. I think that'd okay. be cool. Okay. I like it. I like it. Let's have you'll her. You'll go in fresh, not knowing her as well as I yeah. do, so you'll know what to That'll ask. That'll be good. All right. Uh, follow follow this woman. Follow the, this woman. Alex. I haven't even right. changed in the note. It doesn't say that woman. It says follow this woman. You did. You got it right. I got it right. Okay. Let's move on to our topic. Yes. Please introduce our topic. So today, 
we're going to talk about this thing. I came across it and read it, of course. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> what, you know, because I get bored and I'm like, and, and that's like my, like, stress release. It's like a stress valve. I'm like, I need to shut everything out and just look on Reddit and like, just, it's like an escape. And I'll read mm-hmm. people's dumb things that like they need advice or am I the asshole or whatever it is. I'll read it. And when I first started Reddit, join, I, I did it intentionally like, oh, my God, I love this advice thing. And so I'd find people asking advice that had no responses and I would try to give them something. I don't even I don't do that anymore. But such a giver. I really was like, oh, look at me. I'll <laughs> no, that's cool, them. actually. I'm making fun of it because it's cool and. I'm too selfish. I don't really do it anymore. But um, <laughs> anyways, I usually just lurk. So um, today's topic is it's this thing called walk away wife syndrome. And I found two articles. One I is in, say, as, even the title when you sent it to me, I was like, uh-huh. oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. It is. I just want to hear what you have to say about it, because it's it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. And right. and and. It, the language that are used in these articles that all talk about it. I'm like, why would you say it that way? Right. I'm like, well, it, it to me, I had shades of fuck Esther Perel. Yes, it was. It was like, like you should be grateful that, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get ahead of you, but like yeah. that your husband, look how he became a good man after you left. <laughs> Basically yes, like you either did. you chased him off or, you don't deserve that good of a man because you couldn't encourage him to you, do that when you, you were there. You made him into the man you always wanted. Now you don't want him. <laughs> like what? Right. No. Except, except that all the shit you went through. Yes. And then had and then had to end it. Mm-hmm. And then he did. Come on now. For your own psychological but, safety, perhaps. Right. And yeah. Or just like I just want more. Sorry. This is this is this is suck. <laughs> This just sucks. So this isn't psychology today. And Which this was, already. Yeah. This, I'm going to tell you, it seems like it'd be a good source, but I find it dubious. Yes. For reasons that are in this very article Correct. also, like this is to me is an example of what they do. So it's kind of like that. It's kind of the drive by psychology. Yeah. <laughs> Let me sprinkle some psychology on right. you. <laughs> it's like a, a meme on a billboard version of psychology. So it was written by a licensed clinical social worker. In 2008. So it's kind of, I'm going to say antiquated. Um, 2008, it's antiquated. It's antiquated. You need to get up with the times. Come on. Um, the author is Michelle Weiner Davis. So shout out Michelle, I guess. Um, the key points that, that, that she makes, and so she says, one of the biggest reasons women leave their husbands is that the marriage has taken a backseat to other commitments, despite they're nagging. Right. And off the bat. Right off the bat. Like, what? Are you just trying to piss? What, I mean, like, either either you're trying to uh, produce some guilt that is unnecessary or you're trying to piss people off. Like, you're trying to trigger people with that. I'm saying, I'm thinking this whole time, I can't, if I'm, a, I'm, if I'm married, I can't win. Because if I'm, if right. I'm like trying to talk about and isolate the things, like the issues, I'm nagging. But if right. I don't. Well, the other side. Is uh, you didn't give him enough uh, props for signing you up for dance lessons at, at four, 4 a.m. <laughs> he was trying. He was to trying so ignite hard. Ignite some passion. Yes. Um, 
if, if you don't know that one, go back and listen to, I'm just going to say it. Fuck Esther yeah, Perot. Yeah, fuck Esther, Esther Perot. Fuck okay. you. Yep. Um, the next key point, women who are unhappy in their marriages often don't realize that nagging their spouses backfires. Like, again. Right. Again, it's that you can't win. You I can't. understand the, if you're constantly negative. Yes. And they, there's there like. There is an extreme version, but I feel like she's tying in this extreme example to make a case for something very generalized. And I don't like it. And it's not scientific. Also, she doesn't cite any sources in this. No. That I've seen. No. Zero. Zero. Psychology today. Do better. Right? And was she just based it off her own experiences. Yes. It, this is, this I is. I understand there is some anecdotal evidence to the people that you're counseling, but also if you think it's really that true, back it up. Yes. There are studies on marriage all the time in heteronormative, you know what I mean? Like it's every, it's everywhere. But again, is it nagging when it's just like, look, could you please put your stupid, dirty dishes in the dishwasher? Probably don't use the word stupid, but (laughs) there are ways to say things like, hey, when you don't clean up after yourself, I feel disrespected. Right. You can do the wording, the sandwich, whatever way you want to. But then once you've talked about how you feel about it and it happens again, is it nagging to just remind them, hey, don't forget, like, are you kidding me? You agreed you would do this for me or whatever. Or we're adults in a household that should clean up after ourselves. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, what what is that skit? Just, it's kind of like the term conspiracy theorist, which was cut. Like, and, and work with me on this. Okay. Which was a term that the FBI came up with after the JFK assassination to basically shut down any questioning of the official story. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I forget the name of what that is, but I think that's what she's doing with this conversation. Where it, any communication about your unhappiness with the relationship or with something they're doing is nagging, <laughs> right? Like, it just shuts it all down. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist because you don't buy all the bullshit the government just spoon-feeds you, right? Then where, where do you go from there? Oh, that person's crazy. They're a conspiracy theorist. That woman's crazy. She's just nagging. She just wants to nag. Well, so, Yeah. Okay, so one thing, you know, so we're getting into, like, the meat of this, like, just the key points, right? And, like, you know, let's. I'm going to read that again. Women who are unhappy in their marriages often don't realize that nagging their spouses backfires. I'm going to say just the fact that because what they're you're usually nagging about, like, just it's stuff that's, like, if you when – they, when they – when you met that person, that man, they were able to do these things on their own, you know, you were not going to, like – I'm not going to pick a total slob. You know, I went to their place and it wasn't disgusting, but yet now that well, we're together, they're absolutely disgusting. And it's like, no, you've, you've, you've turned yourself into a kid and I don't want to get romantic with my kid. Right. How about well, that? She also, can I just back up a second on your first key point of the article? She sort of makes a circular mm-hmm. argument here. She's literally saying the men have allowed the marriage to take a back seat to, to their other commitments. So she's admitting that the men are Falling, not giving yes. the energy to the marriage they need to, but it's the woman's fault for chasing him off with the nagging. Right. I mean, that's the impression I'm getting. I would love it if uh, Weimer Davis or Weiner, what's Weiner? 
if she wants to talk to us about it. But I think, again, this is like a drive-by snapshot uh-huh. of really complicated issues, and we're pretending like they're not in this article. I feel like she's pretending that it's mm-hmm. this X plus Y equals Z always. So the last key point, I just I want to just punch somebody. So she says, men often genuinely change after divorce and make great second husbands. I'm like, well, maybe, maybe. A, where's your data? And how do you know this? Yes. uh, They did fuck it up. Even in that right there, she's saying they, they change after the divorce. That's not, that's not, that's not what these women are seeking. They are seeking to have their spouse make changes. Mm Mm-hmm without divorcing them. But it takes the threat and the follow-through of divorce to make them change. They didn't want to change for her. Mm-mm. They didn't want to make any changes. I don't I don't mean changing a human being, but make any kind of behavioral adjustments for your spouse. Yes. Yes. Right. Absolutely. And, who, and how often is that second marriage a person they were with during the first one? Mm-hmm. Wow. I bet they are a great second husband. Yes. Sorry, I'm a little cynical after some of our other... Episodes. I am a little cynical too, but yes, because people, they, they change on their own. So if she's trying to make the, the claim that <clears throat> because of this experience, men often change, like they do change as a result, but not, not as an argument for these women to stay with them. And that I feel like is what she's trying to make. Like, right. The, on the off chance, he finally does yes, it. After yes. you not nagging, but what are you <laughs> supposed to do? I'm not sure. I'm not really yeah, she sure. She doesn't really provide a solution except to stop nagging him. Mm-hmm. So why would he ever do anything different if you don't bring it to his attention? Then it'll be the ones that, oh, you didn't communicate well, well enough. you didn't say what you wanted. <laughs> yeah, I saw you walk in with all those grocery sacks, and you did. It looked like you were struggling, but you could have asked me for help. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Okay. <laughs> so... She claims that over two-thirds of divorces are filed by women. I'm not surprised. Um, well, is, I mean, but again, she's making, she's drawing mm-hmm. conclusions or drawing facts together that aren't necessarily related. Right. I don't think, I think more women are filing for divorce because they can't. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, they had no recourse until, I mean, really even, again, we talked about it on the show, as late as, let's say, 1990. Mm-hmm. Women had so little recourse yes. for to get to get out of a bad abusive situation. They couldn't have a bank account. They couldn't have a credit card. Right. How, how you get, and really, divorce laws probably, if I were guessing, acted in the same way in the man's favor. It, that's me making a wild leap. Right. I will say that. But having to prove things like infidelity and things like that. Um, well, if you're the a, old a, yeah types of before no contest divorce. If you're a stay at home mom, did, what are you going to do? Unless you right. know you can get alimony, like you know, then, but I mean. Right. For poorer women, it's not going to be, even even if they did, it's not going to be a lot. Their husband's not, you know what I mean? Like in yeah. the course of life, they may not have a lot of money. So uh, again, yeah, she's just drawing these facts and trying to make them fit her narrative, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's very unprofessional. So, but I agree with this next one. She writes that um, women tend to be the emotional caretaker in the re- of the relationship. She makes certain that her marriage remains a priority, assisting on quality time together, meaningful conversation, and shared activities. 
So she claims that when a woman feels close to her husband, all is right in the world. Okay, that gets a little... I don't Again, know. I don't yeah, know. She's just like, right? I don't know and what that is. That's assuming every woman has the same love language. Right. Maybe quality time isn't your your love language. I don't know. It's kind so of she, she may not feel close to her husband just because he's around all the time. Right. I've had one of those. It doesn't right. work. <laughs> the key there is in quality time is quality. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but this sort of prioritizes certain love languages to me. Where, like, I'm more of a gifts and acts of service person. If you if you stop, I, I don't know. Like, I understand the point maybe. I want to give her some credit about the point she might be making. But then also, that's not nagging when you ask someone to um, spend quality time with their spouse, engage in meaningful conversation, and share activities. Is that nagging to ask your spouse to do right. the thing that spouses... Why would you marry somebody you don't want all that with? Well, also, you know, and and this is my experience with people. It's often the woman that does all the like the the social the making sure that they are social. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I I've jokingly referred to myself as the cruise director, but I mean, my my ex wasn't going to do anything. He was always right. like, "Who did you invite? Are you, who's coming to the lake? Who's coming over? Are you, why don't you are you going to invite people over?" I'm like, "It was always up to me." He mm-hmm. even said to me, he's like, oh, you should make us some new friends, like things like that. I'm like, it was wow. all on me to like create this social network or like, Yeah. I was like, I carried all of it. Then I was also his best friend because he didn't talk to anybody else. You know, right. it, it just, you just become like, you're carrying everything, but they're giving you nothing back. So Whenever he was ready to talk about whatever he wanted to talk about or like, mm-hmm. you know, they're talking about in this, it might be this, this article or the next one where they talk about, you know, when she stops like helping you pick out your clothes and stuff. I'm like, God, that's a thing. Because I remember like my ex, I'd be like, he'd come out and he would be like, well, how, how does this look together? Does this like, and I, you know, I'm like, well, I think you need to, de-, you know, and I'd, I'd be all over it. And then I would get dressed and he's like, I'm like, so what do you think? He's like. Everything you put on looks great. I'm like, well, yeah. wow, thanks for the reciprocal thing happening here. Right. You know, I'd say, I'd ask him, I'm like, I'm about to go get my hair done. Like, do you think I should go blonder? I should go darker? He's like, you just, you, all the, it all looks good. I'm like, no, tell me. Yeah, that's lazy. That's just, not trying to God. compliment you. No, it's just, he didn't care. Right. And it's like, okay, fine. I don't care. You know, so it's. I, I don't know that this is necessarily like it's walk away. Like I'm just so, I think it is a part of worn out, but you know where you're appreciated and you know where you're not. Well, I think you get into it. I want you to go on to the next couple points here because yeah. I so, think that's where that comes in the conversation. So it says she's, she, so again, she says when the wife begins to feel not as close, she'll pursue her husband for more connection often the form of heart-to-hearts. And when the husband takes her seriously and listens, the marriage will blossom. But when he doesn't take it seriously, she begins her plan, her exit strategy. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and also, like, like I, yeah, she's not forming the best argument here because I'm like, okay, who's the audience for is it, this is it hard, article even? Is it heart-to-hearts or is it nagging is what I want to say. 
Right. Pursuing <laughs> like, more connection. Like who, who is like, cause I'm feel like she's writing it for men who are like, Oh my God, what's happening to me. So she uses yeah, those. But she does it in a way that shits on the wife. Yes. 100%. You Again, should you should have listened Esther Perel syndrome. You should have listened to the nagging and wife. You should have not nagged. <laughs> There's backfires. <laughs> I don't think it's backfiring when she's planning her exit strategy. Right. I think it's only backfiring. We have shown a lack of interest in making things yes. better. I think it's a backfiring for the husband that they didn't pay right. attention, but for the wife, she's she's out. Right, and this is all assuming it's one way of things too like yes i i mean i'm sure there are men that are on the other side of this that have the same thing happen oh sure um but she's focusing on women so i just wanted to say that like you know sometimes it's not i think one spouse or the other could be in this either role oh yeah the, yes no matter if you're if you're straight gay man woman whomever right yeah. It's common for it's common for relationships to because they take maintenance mm -hmm. that you might reach this. But the point I think the point of I mean long-term relationships, the idea is to put the work into okay, let's have the conversation, let's do some things to keep it. I think it's I think I mean, it's why, important. Why would you want to stay if he literally doesn't care that you're losing connection? Right. It's just like, oh, just let me, just leave me alone. I'm like, oh my gosh, no, then we're not, we're not doing this. Right. And also the thing is that, and you know, this has happened in my relationships. It's like, I'm telling you right now, I'm not being rational. I've had the, I've said these words, what I'm feeling right now is not rational, but these are my feelings. Right. So right. they're real. And I you know, don't, I don't even know that you need to qualify it. But, you don't have to justify, but I understand why you might even say that. Because I'm right? in relationships with men. <laughs> or stuff like this, where mm -hmm. it's like, well, all you did was nag me about putting my bowl in the sink. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. Sorry. I was making a point there that I think you were already making. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, it's like... But on the flip side, I know that guys have feel like they have, they're just as emotional creatures as we are. And I think oh, sometimes almost everyone I've dated is more emotional than like I you can't say one little tiny like can you please make sure you squeegee off the shower glass door, you know, without them like, oh. you know, I'm like because we I don't have a maid. <laughs> and I don't like washing those things. Um but I mean, it's just. Well, and, hey, maybe, maybe men, if you're listening, maybe you want to find a way to pay somebody to help clean the house and take the stress off of both of you. Right. Then there's nothing to nag about. Yeah. Right. Like sometimes if you've got the money, you can eliminate some stressors. Yes. There's always going to be things, but if you can, wh why not? Why not just remove that from the whole equation? I'm, I'm totally down with that. But here's the, here's the other thing is like, they have emotions and sometimes they don't know what to do with them. And I've, right. I've been, oh, well, and I, and I would agree. They're not acculturated to it. Nope. Like they don't know what to do because they're not supposed to feel things. And then, so they've either got to pretend they don't, they or it's don't like have them. Yeah. Throw up situation of emotion, but they don't have feelings. I'm like, what are you experiencing right now? Right. Or they pretend like they only make decisions 
based on rational things. Yes. It's on logic. I'm like, that's not Which true either. Know to be, you, no human being makes decisions just on logic. They all are affected by their emotions. Yes. Men, women, doesn't matter. And I don't have the citation for that, but that is something you could fact check me on. But I've, I've been in that situation where I'm like, look, and I can see someone like having this sort of struggle. Like I'm feeling all these things, but I shouldn't be because I'm, I'm a man. And I'm like, it's, you're fine. You're fine. I've literally said you're not a fucking pussy because you have emotions. So calm, just, you know, you don't want to say calm down, but like, let it happen. You know, it's happening. <coughs> so, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's about validating those feelings. I think in my, in my experience is like, your feelings are important. Your feelings are valid, whether you're male or female. And you know, those, you if you don't have those conversations, yeah, your, your relationship is doomed. So, um, here's the, here's the thing where like, I really agree is that, you know, I was talking about like, she begins to plan her exit strategy and says, and I, she says, sometimes the exit strategy takes years to execute. And all the while women are focusing on fortifying their resources and not fixing their marriages. But the absence of complaints has their husbands believing that things have improved. Like, no news okay, is good I news. I want to call bullshit on that, too, that it's a, again, it's all her fault. She's either nagging or she's not nagging, so it's her fault. Right. I think. Oh, that he's, he's I, blindsided because she stopped complaining I think it's it. just the obliviousness that, like, once they the wives are, like, you're in a relationship with someone, they just stop, like, you know what? I'm not even going to argue about this. Whatever. For me, personally, if I'm in a relationship with you and I do stop, like, hey, can you please or oh my god that really hurt my feelings it's because i don't think anything can be fixed yeah i'm done yeah i'm figuring out how to get the hell out of there i'm done so again i don't know i hate all this i hate that a woman especially is putting all this responsibility on the woman Mm -hmm. but i mean i think that she's trying to explain like what they're Right. experiencing I, I get that men might have been the audience but she didn't do a very good job no. of communicating that without no. making women the scapegoat mm-hmm. and she doesn't even really give any action items no for no them. she doesn't she doesn't right like it, it comes back to the women mm-hmm. so she goes on to say like the author goes on to write that kind of sums it up these same husbands are often transformed by this experience and become the kind of husband their wives always wanted. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. Yay. I mean, good for their second wife. Yeah, I guess. I mean, isn't but it? But also, you... <laughs> too little, too late. Yes. So, with my... With my... I mean, who can... What, and what, what good does it do for the first wife to even know that? The, no, it does. It's, yeah, okay, you shitty wife. Guess what? You made you made this great guy, but you don't even get to like because be with him because you were crappy. At, Good job you, training him, right? Making him ready for the next one. Yeah, I'm like all because that you pain called, because he called your bluff and you weren't bluffing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that I'm gonna say this. I don't know that my first husband, which is my daughter's dad, is a better husband. I don't think no. he is. I think I he's the think, same. I don't know that he learned from that experience, except 
don't move away. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he moved. Same, I don't know. Because he has other kids, right? He, well, he adopted um, his new his the wife the woman oh, okay. he, he adopted her her son. She may just have a much higher bullshit tolerance. I think she's just a different person than me. Yes, she's very much type A. And I not oh, that. Oh, so that's perfect. You, I'm, if a mm-hmm. woman wants to tell a man everything he needs to do, yeah. and the man wants to be told Oops. what to do, yeah, it works a lot better. Yeah. You're like me, and I'd, I'd rather be in a relationship with a full adult partner. Yes. I want a partner. Not someone I have to teach to be an adult. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm not surprised I'm single. But, <laughs> you mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the stat, like, what happened. So, uh, it's like, I, it's like, the is it nagging, or is it like, hey... Wake up, pay attention, because right. I remember having, like, these heart-to-hearts with Matt. Like, we'd have this, like, random time where, like, my daughter was asleep. She's very little at this time, like, maybe a year. And I'll never forget. I mean, I know we had these conversations more than once, but I remember this one in particular. And I was like, look, I'm not happy. I'm not okay. I'm like... You've got to help me. We've got to connect more. We've got to, like, you know, you're just, he'd come home and go straight to bed. That was his thing. Like, not even help. Like, hey, I haven't seen my kid all day. Or I'm like, I'm just, like, run ragged because I'm finishing up school. I'm I'm still teaching aerobics. So I had to, like, coordinate with my mom and my brother to watch, you know, my daughter so I could just get away for like an hour and a half and do that. And, you know, so I still have all these things and I have to like, because I'm the only one home, I clean everything. I like, you know, I take care of her all day. Like it was, the whole house was my responsibility, the grocery shopping, everything, maintaining everything. And it, well, he didn't even do any of the money stuff. So I had to maintain all that and pay all the bills. And I was like, look, you can't, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. And I'm like, I need, we need to figure this out. Like we can, I don't know, like we have more time to like connect right. or talk. Like if, if telling your spouse that you're not okay doesn't elicit any kind of response. No, his response, this was when I was like, I, I, oh, remember, I remember. He's tired or whatever. No, I remember something like clicked in my head, in my brain when he said it. He said, we just need to pray more. And I said, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, well, I guess if that's... That to me says you're speaking a different language. I go, if that's your strategy, okay. And I was just... And and then I was resigned. I was done. I was done. I was like, that's not an answer. No. I I don't go to the doctor and he's like, I'll pray for you. You know, I'm like, I'm here for an answer. I'm here for a solution, a working solution. Like, and I was like, that's, I don't know what that is. I was like, I don't know what that is. And I was like, because I knew I was damned if I did, damned if I don't, because he was going through this sort of like spiritual thing that like was not happening when we were dating, but all of a sudden... He was like going through this uh, spiritual journey. Uh-uh. Yeah, I had and, an ex-brother-in-law that did that. And he was talking about like how he was, you know, you know, how much more spiritual he was than I am. Like, I don't care. I don't and care. And I don't, that's not a winning strategy. Mm-mm. 
to get your spouse on board. No. And he's like talking about how say. close of a relationship. Yeah, no, my, bro- my brother-in-law did a whole thing. Like, so they had, he had two other kids. They had a kid together. And they didn't live in a huge house. But I visited this place where they lived where he had one workout room. And he had a prayer room. Mm. His kids were like crammed in it. I was like, what? What? You're an adult with children. You don't get your own and a spouse. You don't get your own room Mm-mm. for play things. Yeah. That's that's so insane. He did the same garbage. Like, yeah. It was always like, I'm going to church. I'm going it's like Wednesday it's night. Spirituality or whatever, but that has nothing to do. If you can't use your Christianity to make a, yourself a better spouse, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe I don't need to be judgy about other Christians, but I can say definitively if that's <laughs> if you're alienating someone with it, you're doing it wrong. I immediately started thinking, all right, there's something bigger out there than this. I don't want this. I, I immediately started doing that. Right. I so maybe you're a, maybe you're a walkaway wife. I wasn't that in that in that case. But I just say I don't like the term. I don't I don't like what she does here. I I there's so many things. Like, I think it should be called I've had enough wife. Yeah. Or because <laughs> they're not these women aren't walking or away. You put as part of the title attention men. This is why women are walking away. Not right. You women are just walking people. away. Just walking away. Just yeah. No. Because because your heart to heart didn't elicit any response from your spouse, yeah, yeah. So this next article is marriage dot com, and this is a twenty twenty two. That's as, as as scientific as oh totally psychology today. Yep, it says most women turn a divorce because they see it as their last resort. It happens after exhausting all plausible options to make their husbands respond. I do agree with that. Okay, retracted. I already like this better. Mm-hmm. Well, just wait. Yeah. <laughs> she it says, no, so the first, so this is just sign. So this is what it's called. Like the, um, again, it's still putting it on it, the title says walk away wife. Yep. 10 signs of walk Are, away. The men have no responsibility here. No, um, their wives are just walking out. Oh my God. Um, so number one, she stopped complaining and you thought things were okay. Yeah. She suddenly stops complaining especially about something she has repeatedly called your attention to in the past. Oh. Basically, she is tired and doesn't care anymore. Truth. Okay, again, okay, these are not bad Mm-mm. points to make to a man, but why put wife in the title? Mm-hmm. They're already not going to read that. Because it's their responsibility. It, yeah. She goes silent when you're around. Maybe she makes jokes around you and others, meaning like, hey, our friends are here, but also turns cold and says few words when you arrive or it's just you guys, basically indicating a lack of emotional connection. So this has to be explicitly complained to dudes. Like she's basically, she's playing, she's playing the game. Like she's like, I'm just trying to maintain until I can get the hell out of here. So this, this article is quoted. I quoted this what it said, an exciting mm-hmm. wife changing to a gentle person is a sign of a ne- neglected wife syndrome. Your wife. Again, could they not word the titles better to I these? know, right? Your wife no longer sees you as her intimate partner. Since you can't change or attend to her needs, she sees no reason to crave connection with you. 
So she's just tuned you out. That's what she's done. And it's like, you know, yeah, that's true. I don't give a shit. Like, we're by ourselves, whatever. And, you know, it's it takes so much more. I've been with that person who doesn't, you're just like, you've been tuned out so many times. And if you say anything, they're just going to give you the silent treatment. So I just don't even. Or it hurts their feelings. Oh, oh That's yes. the one that kills me. Like, to give them any kind of feedback that says, I, I don't feel good about this. You've hurt their feelings and now it's about them. Yep. Now, you, now you've got to walk your way out of a, their hurt feelings and their brooding and you can't even talk about the thing. I think it's a toxic strategy. What is this, like the weaponized incompetence? Yes. I think this yes. is the emotional, emotional version of it. Yes, absolutely. So the third one is people who know you know you don't treat her well, but she's unbothered. Outsiders notice that you maltreat your wife, and you should be more worried when your friends disagree with how you regard your wife, but she doesn't even complain. Basically, she is a ticking time bomb. When she decides to leave, there won't be any solution for you. See, these are good. This is good information packaged yes. in a really, like, not well done package. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Men are not going to read this, I don't think. No, they won't. The people that need to read this aren't going to read it. And maybe, you know, I don't know. Because of the, you think of the title? Yeah. Okay. Because it's all about the wife. Like, who cares? They're not yeah. actually care. Oh, mm-hmm. walk away wife. Whatever. Their wife is still there in the process of this. Right. They're not going to understand maybe what it means. Yeah. Some of that's maybe the editors of the website. Yeah. Need to help. That's true. Like, yeah. So she's not excited for sex. Research shows that a lack of sex in a marriage is not uncommon. However, it is a terrible sign nonetheless means she doesn't care. So maybe... You would think they'd at least notice that. You would think. Well, then sometimes they do. And, like, I've been around a couple where I had just met them that day. Just Mm -hmm. met them. And he's making jokes calling her his roommate. Oh. So rather than, like, deal with the issue, he's going to make sarcastic jokes and embarrass her in front of other people. Which, what else should, what else would that mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I could be misinterpreting what hey, you're saying, but I've, I've been there. Probably not. I've had those jokes made at me. Yeah. And I'm like, but yeah, it's super disrespectful. Like, to do, why like, do you, I'm no, you don't even know me and you're making fun of your spouse for not wanting to have sex with you in front of a new person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are, that's, there are things, those are red flags to me. But I it's also, it's, I, ma- it's malplaced accountability. They're putting that accountability. They're putting that back on their wives. Like, welcome. Right. You're, oh, it's your you're fault. Just, yeah. Well, and then we even have a term, the term frigid. Yes. Like, there's no, there's no about, term for a man. There's how like, much oh, you, he's just, he's stressed, right? He's having blood yeah. pressure problems. How about you just, like, man up and be, like, a like the spouse or the partner you promised to be? And you know what? The rest of that will work out. I mean, just try it. Just yeah. as a wild experiment. Just right. try that first. <laughs> right. So the next one is step is so sex has stopped completely. And this article says libido is closely connected to the emotional state of people. An unhappy wife does not want to have sex with their neglectful husbands. Yeah. Are these cut and pasted? Like, is their grammar that bad? No, I kind of paraphrase, but okay. Okay. Because it was so Sorry. long. I was like, and then if you cut and paste, like the format is okay, all. Okay, gotcha. Well, so there's some Yeah. That's that's the reason for some of the Yeah. Things there. Okay. 
Just checking. No, no, no. That's I was me. Like, Whoa. No, 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 no. But it's just like, but that's true. That's it's, it's mm. that's that's what. No, yeah. those are very good points. Yeah. I'm sad that the marriage.com article is better is better than Psychology Today because Psychology Today <laughs> reports, reports to be a scientific magazine. I know. I know. It's not. It's a it's a doctor's office with, like highlights magazine that blue Bible in this Psychology Today. Yeah. Well, this was level this- of. It is. It's weird. It's that I'd other one. Do the seek yeah. and find in highlights magazine. Right. So, this next one, I'm like, if you're a man and you're reading this, I'm like, I, I think it's sad that this has to be pointed out to you. That- but you know what? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them some credit if they're reading this and they know it applies to them. Okay. Good. Good for you, and keep going. Okay. Well, true, because but it's maybe sad. You can be, maybe you can be this good first husband instead of having to. Be divorced if and he then can, realize if he can turn it around. Yeah, so do, e- please do. Everything feels different. Sometimes walk away wife walk away wife signs are obvious, but something in your gut feels different. The atmosphere feels different, and odd an odd stillness, if you will. It is only a matter of time before she leaves. So you mean like resonating with someone that we have to point that out? Okay. I don't know. Just I'm just over you, it. This is like you know something's wrong and you do nothing about it. That's what it is. They so they know something's wrong, but then they want to be shocked and like, oh, why didn't you tell me you were unhappy? Oh, right. You know, I think she did. But you stopped. You weren't complaining about anything. I know. Yeah, you, you stopped complaining. You stopped complaining. Yeah. Uh, again, you can't win. And it's not about winning. It's just there's no, no way like, to. This isn't a solution. This is a blame game. Yes. Yes. So in that sense, yeah, nobody wins. This guy's not going to win either because he's going to lose someone who wanted to be a decent spouse in this context. Yes. I don't know. He'll get a great second wife. <sighs> he'll, he'll have a great he'll be a great second husband. So she has stopped caring for you. Typically, couples help each other out. For example, wife helps her husband with his business, clothing, or personal care. If these activities stop, your wife may be considering leaving. Suppose you ask her about your outfit and she is indifferent. We talked about that, right? She, <clears throat> she may be distancing herself from you emotionally. <clears throat> well, yeah. I know that, like, I just didn't... Well, anything that's different than what the pattern was... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe if this is not something that's out of place, fine, but... They're not wrong about this. I like clothes. You stop giving any feedback because you're like, it's not listening yep. to the important things. Who cares? I like clothes. I've always bought like the people I've been in a relationship clothes because I like them. And right. I know that when I kind of like, eh, I'm like, nope, I'm out. Like, I don't even care. Like you do you. I'm not, right. I'm not even going to give you any advice. I don't care anymore. I'm done. And I'm not going to complain about stuff. It's true. I'm going to tell you exactly what you want to hear because I want it easy where we're like winding down to the end, whether you know it or not. Yeah. And I want the exit strategy to work for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to blow things up. If you're already not, if you don't care, then it, it's going to be worse for me. Yes. You know, well, if also you start, if you stir things up too early, it's worse again, it's worse. mostly for the woman. And also I only get really angry or, or emotionally invested in it if I still care. 
Mm-hmm. If I don't care, what, yeah, what, I mean, what do you want me flip, to say? Flip side of passion. Yes. What do you want me to say? Oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't care. You know, so this makes perfect sense. So number eight is she becomes distance. Maybe you're feeling that she doesn't seem interested in the marriage anymore. Generally, women planning to file for divorce are often so focused on the process of leaving you that they are occupied or distracted. And the last thing that will come to their mind is their connection with their husband. Yeah. That, I think that's true. Um, number nine, she devotes more attention to her appearance. Maybe you've noticed she is doing more. She may be preparing for an exit or another life or even looking for a replacement for you. <laughs> That was directly lifted from the article. And I thought that was, I was like, yes, say that. Uh-huh. Because that's that's the kind of in-your-face truth that if you're a man reading that, you probably need to be thinking about that. I think it's, I don't know. I mean, you got to know yourself. And I think that a lot of times that it is, I think it's easier for a woman to find a new relationship than it is for a man. I don't know. I see men partner up the quickest. Maybe, um, maybe especially the ones that have been married, they're quick. Well, because our culture, men are not as good at being on their own. Maybe that, but also our culture is like embedded in a like this sort of pick me sort of thing. So women are like, there are more women to choose from. Just out because, there. yeah, because they're like, yeah, I want, I want to be married, you know, marry me, no, 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 and it's like they're not even. I'm like, no. Yeah, so that's my experience. I don't, I don't see this with women as much, but I don't know. People are who have been married are more likely to marry again than like if you right. get to a certain point and you've never been married, you're less likely to marry than someone who has been married that's before. True. But. That's true. So, all right. Number 10, she doesn't want to make it work. If she rejects all means of resolution, this means she has already decided. She sees no way out of, di- out of getting a divorce at this stage. If she doesn't even consider marriage counseling, then she has reached her limits. I remember going to marriage yeah. counseling with my first husband, my daughter's dad, and I just I was going through the motions, but I was done. Like we'd already like we we're living separately at this point, and he was like at this point was like he was doing any, he was like desperate to like make it work, and I was like it's it's too late, it's too late, and I just remember telling he's like in the marriage counselor he was like do you want to work this out do you want to make this work, and I was like if I say yes then I'm like I'm lying, so I remember sitting there I'm like I don't I'm done. And I had to sit there and he, and the marriage counselor was like, she said she was done. She's done. Well, right. I want to believe. I mean, sometimes it happens where nobody, you you get to that point. But I think if you, if the woman suggests it or why, okay. If one spouse suggests it and they at least try it and then you get to a point where now you're offering solutions down the road and that's one of them. And they say, no, like, duh. Well, again, back to that that heart to heart, you know, I I left out a key point to that was, you know, I was like, I'm unhappy. I'm like, we should, we need marriage counseling. I don't know how to do this. You know, we're in our 20s. I'm like, I don't know. 
And he's like, no, no, we just need to pray. You know, I'm like, okay, okay. So that is even, yeah. Yeah. That's even I was worse. asking for things. Like it was like, I'm, I'm happy, you know? And then, then suddenly he's like marriage counseling. <laughs> I was like, I'll try yeah. it. And like these desperate last gasps, gasps, yes. I think to replace doing something. Oh gosh. He even like, right? like if you spend an hour and a week somewhere, you can pretend like you're trying the rest of the time. Sure. He even showed up at my work. So once we separated, I had like different childcare and like I was able to work shifts and things like that where I was teaching aerobics. And so he shows up in my work. I'm walking out and I'm like, what, what you doing here? He's like, he's like, and he like introduced himself as a totally different, like with a totally different name. And I was like, what's going on? He goes, I think we should just start all the way over. And I was like, no, he's like, no, really. It's weird and and it's your place of work. Yes. All, all of it. Ding, 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 Like maybe if you had discussed it ahead of time. Right. Private. Right. But that's just embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. I would be. It was cringy and embarrassing and it made me really sad because I was like, it took everything I could to like, get to that point and you know when you start actually feeling better about yourself and like you're like okay I'm, I'm back to me and like I can see my daughter kind of like being better too and like I'm getting into my rhythm and it's like why do you got to do this to me like you're making this weird and right. it's just it was all this pressure and like I was just like um no no Please stop. Just please, please, please stop. Because it is sad because at one person, at one at one time, I loved him more than anyone in the whole wide world. I did. And I'm just saying, like, if you're a dude and you're like, you're going through this or you're like, what's happening to my significant other or whatever, or you're or a woman, it's like there's some shit happening underneath that maybe you've not tended to because this is the outcome. Someone who's like, you think will never stop loving you, you can make them stop loving you. If you're just, you stay inconsiderate or you stay selfish or you can't get out of your own head or you can't step aside and go, you know what? Those feelings are real. That's a real person on the other side of this stuff. They, you, it it will happen. I mean, I I know that and and it does. And the other person, I'm like, I felt so guilty, but at that time, it was like, what else am I going to do? I did it. Right. I did it. I did all the things. I tried all the different ways. So, it, you know, you kind of. So you have some, you have some, we're not just negative here, right? You've got mm-hmm. some options. Yes. So. Like, seriously, if a man has listened to this point, good for you. Please pay attention. Like, like right? if you really care. If you really somewhere in you care and you mess this up, probably you still have a shot if you if you're just noticing to, these signs, yes. Right. If you're able to like be aware, that's a really good start because a lot of men are not paying attention to any of that stuff. But I'm I think, sorry. A lot of there's a, a it's, it could be it could be the other spouse. It could be the other way. Spouses just yes. that are that are not paying attention to these things, it's really no wonder that their spouse doesn't want to stay. But if you're willing to, like, at least look at these things, I think you've got a chance. When they no longer, like, if you're in a relationship and they no longer want to have heart-to-hearts with you and be like, hey, I just want to talk to you, like, 
you know, or can we just go on a date night or that's not happening. It means they feel like they can't or they're done. Like they don't want to yep. anymore. You, you yeah. better wake up. I think that's the biggest sign. Like forget the rest. It's like when they stop trying to come to you and like, Hey, that hurt my feelings or Hey, can we please go on a date or Hey, you know what? You're done. Yeah. You're done. Um, so it says what husbands can do, but I put on the side, like these were actually directed, like two were directed to husbands and two were directed towards wives. And that's in the original article. So it said like, give her space, like to make sure that like, you know, give her time. If she needs to get away, you know, and go think about things, then you need to do that. Don't smother her with text and, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, right. I'm right here. No. Like, just get out of her face. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the big one really is take responsibility. Seriously. Yeah, I fucked up. I know that you tried to tell me about this. You kept, you kept trying to warn me. And I know that I drove you to this point. Boom. Take responsibility. Um, those were both directed towards the husband. The two that were directed towards the wives, I'm like, <laughs> the third is like, slow down. So don't make any, you know, I know you've played in your exit strategy, but I'm like, fuck off. You just said sometimes these women Not are playing sure, in this for I'm years. Kidding, okay, but. But what? I can see like. <sighs> maybe leaving at least a space for like, if he, if you haven't gone through the whole process of divorce yet. And he really does some of the things like shows he's moving in that direction. Like movement actually happens. But what, like you got to figure out what that is. Yeah. That's step two. Take responsibility. Yeah. Before you follow through with the divorce, I say, okay. I mean, I don't know. It depends on your feelings on marriage, maybe. But like, if you're really someone who does not want to divorce and there's some movement, I would say at least see the movement through to see if it means something or if it's a desperation of pretending like, oh, now I want to go to marriage counseling, right? Yeah. I understand those are different, but I, I don't think that's necessarily bad advice. Because sometimes you get, you get in your tunnel. I'm not saying. I don't what? know. I've been to marriage counseling in, in more than one relationship. And I've been to relationship counseling in a fucking relationship. Honestly, I think it's shit. I think if you're... Well, if they're like this and this is a school that's training them, yeah. I think they're shit. I... Because really, they're not they're not teaching any sort of responsibility. It's just, do you understand, Lisa, why they might have done this? Do you do you understand now? Maybe how it's because you... you're... Maybe it's geography. It probably is. Maybe it's because you're in freaking Arkansas. I, I, I don't know. I mean, my... I don't know. Counseling... Counseling and antidepressants saved my life. So I, it can work. Mm-hmm. But if this is the mentality or people are coming out of schools that train this way. Maybe you could just say yes. it nicer. Maybe maybe you can fuck off because you're what not. Did your counselor <laughs> said that shit to you? Oh, my counselor. No, my the, the last one said, so if he's giving you silent treatment, why do you let that affect you? Excuse me, what? Yes. Obviously, that's not even the point of what he's doing. Right. 
I'm like, he's manipulating the entire situation to shut it down. So the next time I have any kind of complaint, are I you, know. Are they, were you seeing a psychology undergrad student? Right. Like what? Oh Who says God. that stuff? It was, no, that's what he said. I, I believe and, you. I just think it's And my ex ridiculous. walked away going, I'm not responsible for your feelings. Exactly. Just Yay. like that Esther Perel, there, that guy walked away yep. thinking, oh, well, now she that just I, needs to understand how rejected I feel. Yes, yes. So I think I'll gamble all their money away, too, after giving her Because they have to have some type of secret. They have to have some kind of secret. Because that's what my my ex had secret bank, bank accounts that he was gambling with. He had to have something. And I'm right. like, no, nope, I fuck think off. that's an indicator of that's an indicator of a psychological problems. That's not a you need to let it be silent, and not let it affect you. Right. Yep. So, oh my gosh. Yes. So Super slow down. Go to counseling. I mean, go to counseling. I see why you are rejecting that, but I'm just saying. And I'm not kidding. We spent thousands of dollars on counseling. Yeah. If you've already done, if you've already done it, and then the next, and then it's like, now you're in this position, and now they want to go to counseling. I get it more than just if you didn't at all. Yeah. You know what I mean. <sighs> so the closing statement of this article, and I guess this is directed towards men or the husbands. No matter how impossible it looks, you can still save your marriage. All your wife needs are your attention and commitment to the relationship. I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> because the whole article is like how not necessarily. But also, I, I hate that I like this marriage.com pop article. Yes, I know. And how bad the psychology today went. Who even wrote the marriage.com one? I don't know. It didn't have a, I don't think it had a. Okay, so you have someone here. Who has credentials. Yes. Doing such a... I mean, like, the comparison... is It's, it's insane. I mean, neither really have any kind of... That you put in here. No. Um, citations of actual Because data. I don't think this is actually, like, a... a, a um, I like a recognized like syndrome. This is just someone no. saying something. And, it's, and, like, it's like the... The positions you need to learn to make a man happy in Cosmo. Like, like somebody's made that up to sell I'm almost, a man a, a magazine with a naked woman on it. I'm almost tempted to make a model for, like, organizational development, like walk away employee syndrome. And, like, how the employees are like, I told, I keep trying to tell you this is how we could fix this. But no one, you know, hey, they, I, they I feel maybe you should undervalued because, because you I could get published in psychology today. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm just looking at this going, this is the same shit that, that I see day in and day out of like, why employees are like, fuck off. I'm going somewhere really? else. So, I mean, it's the same principle. You feel undervalued. You're not appreciated. You're every, everything you say is ignored right. and no, it's like, so they just keep on like business as usual. And you're just told to, you know, just be, just be happy of a job. Just be happy of a husband. You know, right. just, you know, you could At be like now you can't really make that argument. Nope. You can't, which I, I'm happy we're living in those times minus what's yeah, happening in our I political know, sphere. I, like, <laughs> it's an ongoing, it's a discussion I don't like to keep having, but my mom will bring it up. But I'm like, but, you know, I understand you believe you lived in the good old days in the fifties and sixties. And I'm like, you know, 
you know, men could beat their wives with no abandon. Like they they could beat their wives and children. The wife had no recourse. I want you to know. Yes, we may more widely accept homosexuality in our culture, but a woman can get out of a marriage where she's being beaten. I, that, that's kind of a trade-off I'm okay with. What? But like, I w- I'm all about men being able to marry men and women being able to marry women. So if they're not gonna if they're not gonna abuse each other, just yes. I don't care. Yeah, yes. exactly. Don't abuse people. Like how be yes. Don't don't use the government to sanction your abuse. Oh God, yeah. Right. So uh <sighs> anyway, that was a, a bit of a sidebar, but I needed some lightheartedness because you pick these dang serious topics about marriage, like we're gonna be real female mentors or something. Oh, so. right. Yeah. We're gonna live up to our name or something like that. I mean, better than minor whatever whatever. So what do I what do I want what do I want people to walk away with? Um yeah, if you're in a relationship and somebody's like notoriously like wanting to have like a heart to heart or like complaint, like, hey, can you can we please do this or let's spend more time and they fucking stop, you're in trouble. You fucked up. You fucked up. You take responsibility. You are accountable for it. Um, because if that person just goes silent, like radio silence on you and just acts like whatever, it's not, doesn't mean everything's okay. I know in no. our society means, you know, silence often means agreement. Not in this case. That's not even American. Right. <laughs> That's not even right. real Western. <laughs> It's not even a real Western culture. We're super hot, like low context culture, which means we verbalize everything. Everything. Yes. Yes. We like to talk about all of it. So I like that though. I do. I like being this type of culture, but it has its drawbacks too, right? Like people don't know how to behave because you have to tell them. Whatever. Oh, all right. Hopefully I haven't alienated everyone in this house getting loud. Getting loud? That's all right. It's early. It's only 6 o'clock here. It's early I'm 6 o'clock. I'm in Eastern time. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Whew. Anything else you want to say about the walkaway wife syndrome? No, it happens. It fucking happens. That's it's what I want to like say. It's almost like the positive communication model. It happens. You, you just make yeah, one. And it happens. Graphic. And I'm making my walkaway employee model. It's coming up. Please just do it. We'll put it on the Instagram. I love it. <laughs> All right, Marion, get us out of here. Oh, this has been the Female Mentor Podcast. We're the female mentors you always wanted and knew you needed, but you never had. But here we are. And we're out. We're out.